we're going through Philippians at the moment, and we're going through it thematically. We've looked at joy, and uh, today I think all of us have sensed something of the joy of being together as God's people. Last week we um, looked at contentment, and uh, that's a great word by Adrian last week. And today we're looking at unity, and I'm not, we're not going to speak for long. And when Adrian said earlier about, can we have some feedback about how this went? If you could let us know what went well, what you enjoyed, what you thought we could have done better, that will be really, really helpful. But today, unity in Philippians. And <clears throat> unity runs through the whole book. So Paul begins talking in very family language, brothers and sisters, and throughout the book, he refers to the people in Philippi as brothers and sisters. His, his whole language is about being a family together. Now, the thing about families, we know we all have our little ups and downs and uh, disagreements and arguments. That's there. That's part of being a family. And uh, even in the church in Philippi, there were two ladies particularly who seemed to be struggling to get on with each other. They'd worked hard together and then suddenly had an argument and Paul pleads with them to come back together. He also talks about nationhood in chapter 316. He says, our citizenship is in heaven. We may, in open door, we're from all sorts of different nations and that's fantastic, but actually we are one nation. We are the people of God and our actual citizenship is in heaven. Our natural place is to be with God now. We are his family, we are his nation, he is our king, he is our God who is in heaven, and we are together in that. And then in uh, chapter 422, he says, please greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. And so as he talks, there's this unity of being family together, having the same father together, being the same nation together. But it's all based in being in Jesus. In chapter one, verse one, he says he's writing to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus. And our unity is based on that we are his holy people. I love um, the verses in Deuteronomy where um, God talks about his people and says, you are my treasured possession. You are my special people. You are a people different from the rest of the world. You are separated to me. And our fundamental unity is no matter what our, our history, our background, our family connections, um, our nation, we are fundamentally God's people in Christ Jesus. We are those who have been forgiven. We've, we're those who have been washed by the blood of Jesus. We're those who have been born again into the kingdom of God. In <clears throat> Chapter one, verse six, he talks about 
it is God who has begun a good work in you and he will bring it to completion. Um, in 121, he talks personally, he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But in Christ, I'm joined together to, with you. Even though I am far apart, I'm in Rome and you're in Philippi, we are still joined in spirit. And in chapter three, verse nine, he talks about the one thing that he wants, both for him and for people, is that righteousness that comes by faith in Christ Jesus. We as Open Door are united together because we are his precious children. We are beloved children of the living God. And that is the basis of our unity. We're not a group of people who are unified by meeting at the Eden Centre. We're not um, a group of people who are unified by <coughs> um, serving the community together. We are a people united by being joined by the Holy Spirit together. And even though we are separate, um, even this morning, we've, we've felt something of that unity with one another again, because we have the same spirit, we have the same father, we've been born into the same family. So Paul talks of unity, he talks about the basis of that unity is in Jesus Christ, and then particularly in the verses we read, he talks about standing in unity together. Now, <clears throat> those verses in just a minute. I would love, I mean, with all my heart really, for there to be one clear church in Kettering and the surrounding areas, for God's people to be demonstrating the unity together by being one church. But we do have 2,000 years of history and in actual fact, if all the Christians in Kettering did were one church, we'd still have to meet in different congregations because there wouldn't be a building big enough to contain us, which is a great thought. <laughs> it's a great thought that we couldn't actually meet together. Um, but we have 2000 years of history. We will do all we can as Open Door to work with other churches across Kettering, and across Northamptonshire. We, we want to be those who are expressing our unity together as God's people. But we are open door. We are open door together. And God has drawn us together as people. And as a church, we want to be in increasingly deep unity with one another. And Paul, in the verses that uh, <coughs> were read to us, talks about positively being one in spirit, being one together in, in heart, in, in what we want to achieve, how we want to achieve it. It's, you know, churches have different flavors. Um, you know, we're part of New Frontiers, part of Catalyst, and there are sort of the Baptists and the Methodists and the Anglicans, and they're all different flavours. And we at Open Door want to have 
our family flavor. Um, you know, my family are sort of recognizable by the things that we do together and the way that we work together, um, the way that we communicate. Um, other families work differently to us, but we are open door. We want to have our family values, our family cultures, our family philosophies. We want to be one in spirit. We want to be, Paul talks about striving together. Now that's pretty hard in the present time to, to be working together. The Corona Kitchen has been great in sort of having teams working together. The, the kids work running their videos, it's been team working together. The worship group band, although separate, have been a team working together. And there are aspects that we can work together, but it is much harder at the present time to be a church working together. Um, before we go back into the building, we're hoping to do some decorating. We're hoping that we'll have the freedom to be able to work together um, doing, the, doing, doing that. That's just a hint for what will come later. Just throw that in there. Striving together for the faith of the gospel. There are about close to a million people in Northamptonshire and the majority of them know nothing of Jesus. And we want to be a church which is reaching the whole of Northamptonshire. We want to be a church that is supporting other places across the world. And we want to be a church that is fighting for the faith of the gospel. We don't want to be um, a family that have decided actually we're not going to grow anymore. We're not going to have any more children. We're a nice size let's stop there. No, we want to be a church that is looking at the harvest field and saying it's there, it's ready, it's waiting for us. When uh, we were thinking of um, coming to Kettering, Leslie and I were talking and praying and we realised we knew nothing about Kettering or Northamptonshire and so we began to, we thought well maybe we ought to look up a little bit of history and just before we did that Leslie had a dream one night and her dream was um, of Kettering, particularly in Northamptonshire, that it was like um, a, a volcano, which was sort of just not not exploding. It was just there. But underneath there was all the molten lava and it was building up pressure, building up pressure and was a, and was going to erupt in the future. And then we began looking in and we discovered the sort of missionary enterprises that came out of Kettering. We discovered some of the great Christian history of Kettering. And we're looking not to see a repeat of that. We're looking to see God's eruption across Kettering and Northamptonshire, still keeping that oneness, but not, not oneness in smallness, but oneness in growth striving together for the faith of the gospel, being like-minded, having the same love for one another, being one in spirit and mind. These are all things that Paul says, look, we're family together, we're God's family together, and we want to show it by being one in heart, mind and spirit together. And he goes on to talk about do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, looking not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. And it's 
families are complicated and church families are complicated and it's very easy to get into the this this is how I like things done this is how I like things done and even as a church open door could close itself off and say look this is what we think church is no one else really counts we are the people no that's not true we are part of the broader church across Kettering in Northamptonshire and we don't want to do things just for ourselves we don't want to do things just looking for our own interests we want to value the other Christians in the, in the area we want to value the other churches and in the way that we do that as a church we want to do that together as one another the book of Philippians is full of unity Unity is family, unity based on being in Christ, unity in standing together and working it out in practice. I'd like to finish with a story. And this is a true account of a family holiday of Dave and Leslie. <clears throat> Most of the facts are completely and utterly true. Some may be a little bit vague because of memory. We normally went on holiday to my granddad's granddad's farm and uh, we got quite used to that. Then we have four children. The eldest was 13, the next was 12, next was eight and the next was, would have been at four. And <clears throat> we decided we'd go somewhere else. So it was our first, I think, really holiday holiday where we went away. And I had been working really, really hard. Our daughter was in a second year of secondary school. Our son had just started his first year. I think our youngest, our next one had just started school around about then. Um, and then our youngest was at home. And we were all ready for a good holiday. So we packed up our tent and it went down to the Lake District. Within 24 hours, our family was a disaster. The holiday was turning into a nightmare. And I was, I was the father of the family and uh, I was head of the house. I needed to sort this out. So I did the only sensible thing. I asked Leslie what we should do. And uh, we talked it through and we worked out what the problem was we'd all decided what our holiday was going to be like. And the trouble was, we had six different opinions of what our holiday should be like. And we were all arguing over what our holiday should be. The only one who wasn't really arguing was our youngest, and she was just crying. Um, <clears throat> we'd learned now that we had a real teenager who had very, very strong opinions. And we were stuck. So we gathered everyone together. We recognized we had a problem. And then we said, look, we all want a holiday. We all have holidays. We've all got to stay together because we're family and I'm the only one that drives. So we then decided that each day, two of us would basically choose what they would like to do, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And everyone would jump on board with doing what that person wanted to do. It meant 
that all of us at some times ended up doing what we didn't want to do, but knowing that at least one person wanted to do this. We agreed together as a family to lay aside our own interests for the sake of the whole family. That, that holiday taught us a lot of lessons about living together in unity. It taught us that Les and I had to make decisions and choose unity. Our children learned that for a good holiday, they had to go along with us. We all had to do things that we didn't want to do. And we all enjoyed some things. And some of us discovered that we enjoyed things which we would, wouldn't have thought of enjoying. We all had to bear with one another. Then there were things that we all had to do. We all had to have showers. We all had to do the shopping. We had to do the cooking and we had to do the washing up. There were things that had to be done. But because we put aside our determination to be just what we want to do, just what we wanted to do, we all ended up enjoying our holiday. Open Door is called to a great work. Open Door has a lot of unity among us. Open Door can continue to grow in unity, can con continue that unity as a family, can grow in unity in Jesus together, can grow in unity in working out how we put that into practice. Open Door is ready to fulfill God's promises for it. But to do that, we will have to be family. We'll have to remain in Jesus. We'll have to stand in unity, one in spirit, striving together for the faith of the gospel, being like-minded, having love for one another, being one in spirit and mind. Let's pray. Father God, we do thank you that you have caused us to be a family together. We do thank you for your Holy Spirit that has caused us to be born into your family. And we ask you, Father, that you would pour out your Holy Spirit even now as we're in front of our screens, drawing us together in your purposes giving us understanding of your deep love for us, giving us the gifts, the wisdom to stand together in one heart, one mind, one spirit to accomplish all your purposes. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>